0: Yeah, my name is Steven Rogers. I have the same name as the superhero Captain America. Yes, it's as big a deal as you all made it just now. (laughs) It really sucks having the same name as a superhero, especially when you look like he did before he was super. I hate it. Nobody gets it. Nobody relates. Like recently I met a guy named Peter Parker and we just hugged for a little bit. We ended up saving each other. It was adorable. (laughs) I don't like it. Everybody has to bring it up when I meet them, every single time. I'm worried if I ever have to call 911 for myself, I'm not gonna make it. (laughs) You know, I'll be like, hello, I've just been shot. Yeah, Steven Rogers. Yeah, just like that guy. Listen, I'm on the corner of, oh, you're right, I should've used my shield. That's a good one. (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) <laughs> you got a Captain America shirt on Alright, came to the right show You're like, yeah, I was hoping to see the other one uh, Got the wrong Stephen Rogers I can't complain But sometimes i still
1: do Life's been good for me so far. You, Are you try th- not to make a comment about it <laughs> But then you can't help it
2: Are you feeling anxious today, Janet?
1: Am I feeling anxious?
2: No. Okay, because our comedian throughout the morning is going to talk about anxiety.
1: Oh Lord! Well, I may be by the time it's time it's done. So he was talking about having a famous name. I was watching a. It, it was like a one of my true crime things. No. And the person I know, shocker, and but the person's name was like you know Loretta Lynn. Oh gee.
2: And I'm okay. like,
1: what is happening here? Well, and that'll happen sometimes. And, like, I'm so distracted by the whole thing. I'm like, sing Coal Miner's Daughter. No, you can't because you're not Loretta Lynn. Hello, so. Friday.
3: <laughs> I've been for you for a long time. You the Morning it. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark
2: Lamb. So the studio's been transformed into a a small kitchen this morning.
1: I know. It's... It, because it's your birthday tomorrow. I know. So, so we're going to be celebrating this morning. So, so we're going to do something. I'm going to do something every hour. So the first hour. First you hour. With your coffee. I'm sorry, that piece isn't very
2: oh pretty. Oh my gosh! Is what apple. is that? an apple. That's an
1: apple bread. Oh. So yeah. So we're going to start and you out. You brought in utensils. Yes. So we're so going to start on that. You're going to start with the apple bread. That'll okay. go with your coffee nicely. Yeah. And then we'll like, and then we'll like move move on. I did have to hide your um mm, that's good. Your sausage balls. I may oh, or may oh. not have had to hide those. Yesterday. Well, I mean
2: it's a wonder Trey didn't, you know, leave Hokie in the in his studio to fight for those right.
1: That's right. Well I meant from my husband, but Oh, still, from your
2: husband, okay.
1: Yeah. Well he's like, What are you making? I'm like, that's Mark's <laughs> birthday present, hands off. Paul's off.
2: Okay, so when Janet brought in how many did young man
1: next door consume. i, don't, I, I know Something there was like 12 at, of them i think there there was at least a dozen yeah and he was having a gallbladder, um, gallbladder it.
2: episode <laughs> it's not a good idea to mix those two i mean i was I, like
1: mark you better go tell him not not to eat too many of those although those were venison yeah and they're very lean right and i think that's why i did the venison that day and you come back and go yeah too late too
2: late all gone so uh, let me just publicly thank you for what's about to unfold these next, you know, two <laughs> two and a half plus hours, and I want to thank your husband uh, publicly to uh, to allowing those to leave the the building out exactly. there at the Rose Compound to get to me this morning. So thank well, you.
1: He's probably a little bitter about it, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, here's our uh, our thought of the day. Are you ready? Yep. Enjoy the little things today, because one day you might just look back and realize. Those were the big things. Yeah. It's Those true.
2: weigh the days, my
1: friend. Yeah. We I mean, would. I you know, I think sometimes I think about my kids and stuff mm-hmm. and like the little stuff they used to do. All right. And it, it does. It goes quick, folks. Mm. Very, very quick. It does. Gotta make the most Especially
2: of it. Especially on when you're on this side of the hill. It's just mm-hmm. like rapid. Mm-hmm. Rapidly uh, heading down the ravine. Yeah. Yes. Four three four
1: two four eight zero seven zero four. That's our text number. Play along with our Mind Jam trivia.
2: Lack of common interests, mismatched expectations, and lack of time is responsible for what is happening in your life. Hmm. Hmm. Lack of common interests. Okay. Mismatched expectations and lack of time is responsible for what is happening in your life.
1: For what happening in or your for, life. For, yeah. for, for something for that happens. Right, right. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It's, uh, lack of time is responsible yeah. for what
1: happening or what's happening in your life. Yep. All right. If you think you have a guest, then shoot it over to us. We'll have the answer coming up. On this day in history, in 1558, Elizabeth, mm. 25 years old, ascends to the English throne upon the death of her half-sister, Queen Mary, also known as Bloody Mary.
0: Though to be among the top most evil queens in history, she spent her short five-year reign developing a fearsome reputation for burning many Protestants at the stake in her attempt to reverse the English Reformation. She'd arrange executions by fire while forcing many to watch their peers burn.
2: The unwilling spectators would then suffer the same fate afterwards. To say she was harsh is an understatement. You know. I feel sort of bad because I'm enjoying this
1: interesting, interesting lady. This apple,
2: apple bread, bread. Mm -hmm. While we're talking about Bloody Mary, or (laughs) listening about her and Lady Gaga singing about Bloody Mary,
1: I can see how Lady Gaga would be fascinated by. uh, (laughs) Is that that French? And and, and, um, um, Miranda, the show Miranda. Oh, did she say her mother? That's what her mother calls her, (laughs) Lady Gaga. Yeah, Lady Gaga. (laughs) Which <laughs> just makes me laugh.
2: I gotta get it. Is that a BritBox box thing? Do I have to get uh, BritBox Box no, to get it? No,
1: it's on uh it's on Prime too. Oh, I yeah. still have Prime on here. Or it. at least it used it. it, it was. It's been before. so long now. Yeah, because we I were gonna let Prime it.
2: expire. Well, and, you better uh, watch it quick. Dang, then. I got a I got a little binging going on Thanksgiving weekend. Mm, evidently. Okay.
1: Nineteen ninety. Uh Douglas Engelbart receives the patent for the first computer mouse in nineteen seventy. It was kind of strange looking. Well, the computers were so big. How big was the mouse? (laughs) Actually, it was about the size
2: of a mouse pad.
1: Okay. Honestly.
2: It's a
3: horizontal wheel and the other is a vertical. If you move sideways, it's one wheel does the rolling and the other does the sliding. The mouse we know today rolls on a ball that turns two slotted wheels mounted at right angles. As the wheels turn, Light shines through the slots and produces an electric signal that tells the computer the cursor's new horizontal and vertical coordinates.
2: If you think about it, just the mouse itself, and I'm turning mine upside down now because it's it's a red beam, you know, it's, yeah, that's what it is. And, now. versus, you know, the old ball that rolled around
1: mm-hmm. and...
2: Um, It is quite amazing. Computers are quite amazing. I'm I'm just—they
1: are. They're getting scarier all the time. And Um, and Colt
2: is, you know, our our go-to guy. Apparently, he's apparently coming back. It's back-to-back Colt days here on the show. Well, I
1: think it is because he wants to partake of your birthday breakfast. Your progressive birthday breakfast. Thank you. I mean, there's a whole loaf of bread over there, uh, Colt. So you know, you'll be good to go. (laughs) On this day in 1980, RCA Victor records uh, records releases. 9 to 5, Odd Jobs, the 23rd album by country singer-songwriter Dolly Parton.
3: Working 9 to 5, what a way to make a living. they getting by. It's all taking and no giving. They just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you're laughing. Yeah,
2: a, it that's is. That's a movie I need to watch again.
1: I was in a show um, where my character was Dolly Parton like. Oh okay. And that was one of the songs uh, oh, okay. that I got to sing oh, good in it. For you. hockey talk angels. It was fun. Oh. All right, we got birthdays. If it's your birthday, you share it with director Martin Scorsese. He turns 81 today. I did a commercial for American Express where I'm complaining about what I shot. Doesn't make any sense. Look at
0: it. There's no life to it at all. Oh, my nephew say cheese. Good direction, Marty. Here this one interesting. It's far too nostalgic. Composition is forced, lighting is bad, angle is off. Too literal, too violent, too metaphorical, too dark.
1: Here, we have the protagonist, but where's the antagonist? Wow. <laughs> harsh. Harsh room. You know,
2: okay, you have, to, you have to give those kind of guys space to do what they do. Yeah, it's and, true. and you are going to, you're going to be called things. Mm-hmm. You're going to have things thrown at you. Probably. But by the end of the process, after everything has hit the cutting room floor that didn't make it, it's magic yeah and and i don't know if he's really he's probably like that but a lot
1: worse yeah, well on, a, on any given probably. day and and i i can be very direct mm-hmm. like when it comes to creating right. things i i can be that way with you like when you're recording or right. something like that um, last night we had rehearsal for It's a Wonderful Life mm-hmm. that's coming on the 16th and 17th of December, second stage. And uh, I said I was I was going through and I was looking at some productions online mm-hmm. because I thought maybe there would be some performances that I could share with them and right. would inspire them. And I was like, I don't want you watching anything because a lot of it is terrible. <laughs> so you guys just keep doing what you're doing right. because you're... And uh, Todd was like... That was a really big compliment, wasn't it? And I'm like it was a really big compliment. <laughs> because a lot of times performances will plateau. Right. And they don't get any any better, they don't get any worse. They mm-hmm. just but they get a little better every time we practice. So it's Good. exciting uh to see that. Tickets, yeah, that's compliments Uh yeah, secondstage.org. You can get them that way or you can text me and I'll send you a direct link. Okay. Cuz it's going to be a great show.
2: This next guy can well as a matter of fact, he, There's he, probably
1: fussing going on with him, too. He made,
2: he made a, a Snickers commercial. Yeah. <laughs> because you've become Danny DeVito. Yeah, I can. He's, he's 79 today. He hey, take a look over there. See that man?
0: Pay him money. All right? They let me out. Okay? I'll be anything you want. Your aunt, your uncle, your sister, your cousin, your brother-in-law. Anything, all right?
3: I pay right now. You pay now. Okay, Vince. <laughs>
0: okay.
3: Okay. Go pay.
0: That's my character.
3: I'm the trash man. I come out. I throw trash all over all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. I can't remember where the last bit came from, but the first one came from Twins when he played Arnold's twin brother. Like
1: I ever saw that
2: movie. Oh, so it's it's pretty good.
1: I did see him though in terms of endearment. I didn't know he was in that movie. Yeah, but he was funny in He's that. He's
2: the uh, urologist in the uh, the oh, Netflix wow. series, uh, the McGlasky. Mikowski, whatever theory. Oh, we just yeah. finished it up with Michael Douglas. It's hilarious.
1: Producer Lauren Michaels also having a birthday today on the 17th of November. He's turning 79.
2: I imagine he's had to do like you. He's had to herd cats. Probably. Since the early 70s on Saturday Night Live.
3: And have you ever gotten worried that you picked a guest host who really isn't up to the task? Uh, yeah. And yeah. Do you, how do you coach them that maybe you could do a better job but or be ready? You can get almost anyone through it. The script is constantly changing up to the last minute. So it takes a level of focus. And there's a point at which the host really just gives up and <laughs> goes, I, you just have to trust it at this point. You ride
1: the wave. Yeah, you just yeah, got to exactly. ride the wave. Got to ride it. Anytime you do something live like that in front of people, mm-hmm. you can't hold. You got to hold on loosely because you don't know where it's going to go. Uh, actress Sophie Marceau turns 57 years old today. Did I say her name right?
2: I think you did. And this is her and uh, Pierce Brosnan in the... Uh, one of the 007 movies, Ooh. yes.
1: James Bond. If only you'd kept away, we might have met again in a few years and become lovers once more.
0: I could have given you the world.
2: Huh. The world is not enough. That was the name of the movie. Oh, yeah. Great way to get the line in there. Mm-hmm. Pretty lady.
1: Bob Gaudio of the Four Seasons having a birthday today. He's 82.
2: I love the backstory of some of the songs that we sing. As depicted in the show, some some of them, the guys liked it and some didn't. Frankie liked it, and we had a split moment of, is this worth recording? Yeah. You know, I know maybe some people that naturally high for a man. Yeah, yeah. It irritates you. That's, yeah, because of that, the (laughs) highness or whatever. But to know that a song hung by a thread that almost didn't get recorded, it's just like blows your mind. Um, But I'm glad they did record it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it, it is good, but man, their voices are. Oh, yeah. Way, way up there. And then uh, as we wrap up our birthday list, actress Lauren, actress slash model, Lauren Hutton. Is turning 80. Hard to believe.
3: Want to see a case of Bordeaux you can't serve with filet mignon? Ultimate 2 case of Bordeaux. Uncork rich Bordeaux colors for your lips, your cheeks, your eyes. And Sierra perfume concentrate spray.
1: Here's looking at you, kid. Excuse
2: me a second. I got, I got to put my cigarette out.
1: Okay. <laughs> right. Very slight.
2: Uh-huh wow she did a sit well, you and I I were watching. i'm not sure i should be in a room <laughs> well you and i were watching some of these commercials she did for pepsi yeah and she's stripping down in like three or, of them down to a bikini or whatever or a one or piece. a one piece
1: and it's yeah, like what that's because even then and and i didn't think it much at the time right um but even back then women could be sexy without being disgusting right
2: right, and she was and
1: she was she, very good yes very elegant
2: in the way she took that shirt off
1: right right <laughs> but she saying. it was like a one piece right uh, and she there. did a
2: series of pepsi light commercials which mm-hmm. didn't make it i mean we got that pepsi right But pepsi light was the uh yeah, stuff she like, did in the early like 80s like the new coke yeah it was of <laughs> pepsi. didn't last very no, long it wasn't good all right back to our mind jam trivia on this amazing friday lack of common interests mismatched expectations and lack
1: of time is responsible for what's happening in your life all right uh we've had procrastinating put okay. in there we've had uh divorces okay or breaking up all right we'll have the answer when we come back i will give the phone number out
2: because i'm getting texts what's the phone number i want to wish you happy birthday yes do and it
1: slowly for me rose four three four two four eight 0704 is the text number. The phone number is 866-916-3776 or 866-916-3776. Okay. However you like to remember it. Okay. Um, you did get a, a text in from uh, from someone saying... Life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. Is that the truth? Happy birthday, Mark.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Hey, I know it's not his
2: birthday today, but it would have been. We lost him earlier this year. Gordon Lightfoot
1: Ah. would have
2: been 85 years old. It's 23 minutes after 6.
3: Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. Sun down, you better take care If I find you've been creeping round my back stairs Carefree highway, I got to see you, my old friend Carefree highway, you've seen better days The morning after blue, from my head down to my shoes. Every highway, let me slip away, slip away on you. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m.
2: Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be little hint for you there. Lack of common interest, this is our Mind Jam trivia, lack of common interest, mismatched expectations, and lack of time is
1: responsible for what's happening in your life. Uh, Dale said it's responsible for listening to to, too much of the morning jam. That's not the answer. Um, The answer is losing friendships. Yeah. Today's National Unfriend Day. Like you're supposed to cut loose. Cut ties. Yeah.
2: Today, officially.
1: There's some people that just bring so much negativity uh, yeah, to your they, life they're
2: toxic they have that term toxic relationships for a reason yeah. you know
1: I've, i mean i've had to to purge a, a few every now and then yeah. especially on social media sure Understood. where it's just like you know don't bring me down <laughs>
2: i got you well this don't, guy don't i'm never gonna unfriend him because uh you know he's he's blood but if if he wasn't blood he'd still be one of my best friends and he
1: never brings me down
2: that's right on the phone right now from Newport, Ritchie, Florida, my older brother, Jim. Good morning, Jim.
3: Good morning. Uh, what is that Beatles song? I hear it's your birthday.
2: <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> na-na, old na-na, people na-na. Well, you know, you're responsible for bringing the Beatles into my life. So, uh, hey, wait, that was one of their songs, Into My Life or something, wasn't it? Anyway, uh, Jimmy, my brother, he a he, uh, journalist, musician, m- mega talented person, uh, I'm one of your biggest fans, and I know you're one of mine, and that, that's been a an ongoing thing uh, that we've had with each other. But, uh, Colin, so I'm going to let you talk.
3: Yeah, there's two things I wanted to say, beyond the fact that I want to write a book with Janet and get all her secret recipes. Uh,
1: well, I'll share them. You uh, know, I will.
3: <laughs> okay, the truth, and one thing is, Mark used to carry around and I don't know if it was a Sony or a Panasonic, but it was like a like a brick. You know what I mean? It had the buttons on top.
2: Cassette player. And
3: he would put these little shows, you know, on the tape. And it was just like uh, that boy had a problem. Well, it turned out he just had a talent. <laughs> but no, it, it was just uh, this oddity. But the breakout for Mark was the CB generation, because yeah. he drove around in oh, an yeah. old Dodge truck. And he would, uh, what was your handle, Mark? Well,
2: it was double K for Kawasaki Kid because I raced Kawasaki motorcycles. Okay. We got about a minute and a half, Jim, before we have to go to break. Okay.
3: And he would go around and talk to the big truckers and sort of beat his chest like this. Oh, yeah, you go. So it sounded like he was. Uh, you
2: got the switch, <laughs> and, and buddy. I just... Come on. M A O U A 1 2. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> That's a helicopter so every... pilot. <laughs> Everything happening you know, on the radio, he was doing like at 16, 17, 18. And he, he just lit up the room. Uh, sometimes uh. we had to put the fire out, but still, it was worth it. But I love him. Uh, God bless him. And I must love you to get up this early in the morning. You do. For <laughs> no reason other than I can hear my brother.
1: Aw. Well, you're but very now, sweet. But
3: now I listen to, Janet, now I listen to Janet's recipes because. Uh, and there, there. My wife made one the other day. She oh. there, there He makes recipes interesting. She really does. It's like, it's like she's be on the radio. I really <laughs> think so.
1: He says he listens for you, but I know he really listens for hey, me. Hey, Jimmy, thank you for the call, bud. We love you, Jim. <laughs> love Have you, a good day.
2: Love you, bud. Give our God love led. to your bride, Joe Lynn, and your your family.
1: We got WDBJ seven on the way, and a look at that weekend forecast coming up on the Morning Jam. And currently, we have forty two degrees in Lynchburg, forty five in Bedford, forty three in Roanoke, Danville, and Salem, forty one in Amherst, and forty three in Appomattox. It's going to be great
2: football weather tomorrow.
1: I got to tell you, I'm worried about this this fire.
2: Well, it is, it is swinging around. It's drawing closer to where, yeah. where
1: uh, our direction. They're
2: going to have to, uh, well, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I, if you're a firefighter or you were at one time, we, we'd love to hear from you, 866-916-3776, for I mean, a couple things. F-
1: fighting wildfires is different yeah. than fighting, uh, fighting others. Yeah, I mean, it, fire, it, it's right. going through like 1,200 acres a day.
2: Yeah, and just I would be curious to know, what you would do? What your suggestions would be as far as preparation and maybe some of the things that could be done? I know they've done backfires, you know, mm-hmm. and, right, and right. tried to and they dig have the one trenches, fire, and... right? And it, and it runs into the other one, right? And it, it eventually Pushs stops. Out.
1: Um, apparently, over twelve hundred acres have been scorched wow. in Virginia this yeah. fall, and you know that the wildlife
2: has to—they have to move. So will they have being to move or are they Or they consumed. And some of them, a lot of them did die. Right. Yeah. It's they just they really move into sad. other areas. and uh, it's Just like
1: that Bambi scene yeah, all over again. Dang. Get off Bambi. I hated him. So rude. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're moving on. Yes, all sir. right. Um, we, we will certainly keep track of, of the wildfires. Of course, you know, a lot of the schools are, are closed today Bedford, Rockbridge, yeah. uh, Amherst, and uh, yeah. Buena Vista. I believe yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, are all closed today, Bedford schools. So a lot of the kids going to be home today. Uh, we also have uh, air quality uh, yes. issues, so you really need to be careful with that if you're uh, if you're out and about. My dogs smell like smoke. Yeah, Rogan will come in, and of course he wants his loving. And I'm like, you smell like a chimney. What is? But it's just because of all the smoke that we had yesterday. Yeah. A story out of the South Side. There's some new numbers tied to the temporary casino that's opened uh, in the south side after a strong summer for Caesars Virginia the monthly intake has been slowly dropping as we get closer to the end of the year according to the gaming activity report from the Virginia Lottery the temporary Caesars location raked in about 16.8 million dollars in October that's down from 19.1 in September and 21 million that was the high in July uh danville's chief financial officer was asked if the minor slump meant anything as far as the city's yearly goals he says they're significantly above where they need to be he says the casino only needs to win about seven million a month for the city to meet their fiscal year goal and uh, the city is set to collect about 1.01 million from the casino in gaming taxes for the month of october alone Caesars, Virginia, raked in $4 million more than Hard Rock Casino in Bristol, $3.2 million less than Rivers Casino in Portsmouth.
2: So, now this is an interesting uh, story because it involves a church and it involves a fire station that was needed. Okay. And, and, and obviously, we're talking about the fires that are out there. Strategically, we need to have firehouses in different places for obvious reasons. When Roanoke County approached Parkway, Wesleyan Church. Pastor John Ott about selling a piece of his land. He was hesitant. I I really never thought I'd sell an inch of it. It took a lot for our church to own this. A lot of sacrifice, Ott said. But when they told him they needed it for a new fire station, he couldn't say no. When they started to share the need with us, it was so close to our own mission that I, I didn't have a good reason to tell the Lord no, he said. Thursday, the county broke ground on the station. It's something Fire Chief Travis Griffiths tells me. Uh, it fills the gap in a service in the Bonsack area. Uh, the $8 million station allows, uh, will allow firefighters to live comfortably while making it easier to uh, have the function of having a fire station and saving lives and even maybe going out and fighting the fires that we're hearing about. And 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 you said how many acres a day?
1: Eleven hundred. We well, the last few days we've we've worked this just average, this fire. has been twelve hundred a 1, day. Twelve hundred a day. We started that's, out with twelve, went lot. to twenty four, now we're at thirty six. Yeah,
2: that is that is a ginormous. Yeah, it's a lot. Swath of land. We need we need rain.
1: Yeah, pray for rain desperately. So. Uh, ABC's Noreen Turin uh, did an interview with Jan Soaring in reaction to the new docu-series on Netflix called Till Murder Do Us Part, Soaring vs. Hasem. Uh, Turin asked Soaring what his initial reaction was. He said, I was so disappointed. Hmm. I trusted these people to tell my story. In 1990, Soaring was convicted of the brutal murders of his girlfriend's parents, Derek and Nancy Hasem, in their Boonesboro home. He confessed to the killing more than once, but has since insisted he's innocent, saying he gave a false confession to save his girlfriend. Uh, he has been paroled as of December of 2019. He served 33 years behind bars. He said he's supporting himself as a frequent speaker about his case, author, and consultant. The summary of the docuseries uh, on Netflix says they're digging into questions that still swirl about the case, Uh Soaring, uh, obviously not pleased with the way uh, with the way everything turned out, which I think is interesting because yeah. it painted him in a pretty pretty good way. light. Yeah, I told Jeff because Jeff Taylor's featured heavily in mm. this documentary. Mm-hmm. I told him last night I was going to throw a dinner party in his honor, and I was going to call it uh, dinner and a murder. <laughs> wow, that's happening. Yeah, I got to get through the holidays. Yeah, you sure? But sure. that's 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 going to be happening. Dinner and a murder at my house. Yep.
2: Well, it is Friday, and we, yeah, we need to laugh. It's been a tough. every week is tough anymore, it seems, right? But you got to balance it out, and we sure try to do that here on the show.
3: Oh
0: man, good to be here. I, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about me. I'm a very nervous person. I have pretty bad anxiety. I have diagnosed anxiety. Nobody understands anxiety. That's one thing I noticed. I told my one friend I had it. He was like, ah, don't worry about it, man. It could always be worse. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) That's anxiety. That's like if I told you how to stutter and you're like, well, you could say that again. Oh, wow. (laughs) Read. Yeah, I probably will. It's horrible. Nobody takes anxiety seriously. I think it's because we use the word so much. I think we need a new name for it. I was thinking pre traumatic stress disorder. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's really what it is. Every day I'm walking around like, oh no! And people go, what happened? And I'm like, nothing yet. I should be here any minute now.
2: Yeah. So he's going to deal with anxiety through the morning in a, in a lighthearted well, way. Well, there's
1: just with the headlines alone, oh, I th- know. there's anxiety or, or just annoyance. Right. Um, Gen Z apparently is uh, very comfortable with not being faithful to their partners. Okay. A study is showing that 57% are willing to consider non magnat yeah. Monogamy, mon- mon- monogamy. There it is. Non-monogamy. Yeah, that's don't a lot don't, to don't spit hurt out. yourself, Janet. <laughs> um, the <laughs> uh, according to the controversial online dating service, right? Ashley Madison. Oh, jeez. The polarizing uh, Ashley Madison, which caters to scum looking to cheat on their parent, their partners, and uses slogans like "Life is short, have an affair." Yeah. So classy. Um, I just think this is I think they're the most disgusting. I don't know. Business, I guess. Gen Z is the top age group to sign up for the scandalous product, according uh, and accounting for 40 percent of new members in 2022. I mean, these are people who are already married looking for other married people to have an affair with and they pay for that privilege Mm. is there anything more disgusting than that i just don't get it
2: yeah well i think they um well they're thinking like that buck was thinking
1: well we are in the rut so yeah that
2: i almost hit this morning
1: yeah Heart. This song Bullish was everything. playing
2: on my radio this morning early, <laughs> listening to a feel-good station this morning coming in. And no kidding, Janet, this isn't. This is two mornings almost in a row that if I had sped up just a little bit, I would have probably hit the doe. But what would have been tragic is after I hit the doe, I mean, 20 feet after that doe crossed in front of me, here comes a buck chasing it. I'm just thinking. And it's how ironic that this song would be playing Foolish Heart. And, and, and really, it goes back to your story there. Mm. You know, it's, it is foolish to think that you can have multiple partners. I'll never forget it. Um, back in the 80s, maybe it was even the late 70s. And I wish I, I, wish I could remember which movie star it was, but he was a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. And he was being interviewed by Phil Donahue, and of course, he wanted you know some steamy stuff. All right. And he asked him about satisfying a woman and being a man and all this kind of stuff. And he says that it, I'll tell you what a real man is, Phil. A real man is to be with the same woman for a life, a lifetime, and satisfying her for a lifetime. Right. That's what it means to be a man. Right. And that is so true. It is true. You know, you're not hopping in and out of bed, leaving parts of your soul with so many different people because i think that's you leave part of you with that that's why you become one the bible says in a sense at least sexually i mean
1: back in the day you were married to that person right if you you know if you had that level of intimacy with them uh apparently women um are just as bad if not worse than the men Mm -hmm. and 29 percent of ashley madison members Uh, say they don't believe one person alone can fulfill their emotional needs compared to 9% of the male members. Right. Uh, Three times more likely than male members to have always been unfaithful. Wow. Uh, It's unbelievable. Because to me, I mean, affairs have have ruined marriage after marriage, broken up family, just destroyed families after family. But it's one thing if you... I don't want to say accidentally, but if you find yourself in a relationship and because I think that does happen with people, they become close right. to someone, maybe at work sure. or at church, even it happens in oh, churches yeah. Yeah. and you start sharing more with that person than you do, you do your, your own husband or, or wife. Yeah. That's a problem. That's a real problem. That's one thing. Right. But if you're a married person and you go and you seek and you're going to pay. Right for that mm-hmm. i just it's so gross but apparently uh 18 to 29 year olds they seem to be embracing it the most there's going to be a huge fallout yeah from leaning that way yeah not that we're surprised but nope. anyway all right we'll be back trying to lighten it up a little bit and more friday funnies on the way
2: yeah stephen foster i believe is this guy's name not to be confused with the uh the actor composer yes or the guy that has the shield from captain america as we learned earlier in the program at 647.
3: Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.
0: It's horrible. My, my doctor uh, prescribed me pills for my anxiety and then he warned me that they're extremely addictive. So now I'm too anxious to take my anxiety medication. <laughs> I'm afraid to take them out of the bottle. So I just shake the pills whenever I'm nervous. It's like I got prescribed a rain stick. <laughs> it's bad. I don't know, I get, I get panic attacks. Those are pretty awful. They're like a dress rehearsal for death. <laughs> Cause it's your brain telling you that you're dying. And then you don't. One of these days I will be dying and think I need to calm down. I'll be like, in this two shell, and then I'll pass away. It's gonna be rough. Yeah. I found out a lot about panic attacks by having them. Like uh, women, way better to be around during a panic attack than men. Like my girlfriend, she'll walk me through it, calm me down, no problem. My guy friends, they're the worst. Like I'm gasping for air and they're trying to throw grapes into my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, this is counterproductive.
1: <laughs> see, I can relate, I to, laugh, I can relate but... to that. one. I'm no, just saying. See. So one time we were I, I was traveling with uh with my other coworkers and we were flying into Washington, Seattle. Right. So a long flight. Right. And uh Stephanie was on our board. She was a very, very sweet girl. <laughs> and she fell asleep on the plane I mean, you know, she was asleep. I mean, we were all dog tired. Mm -hmm. But she was the not pretty asleep, you know, mouth open, asleep. And we put notes all over her while she was asleep. We were so mean to her. Hmm. We would have been throwing the grapes as well. That's how we would have rolled with that one. Uh, You're getting lots of birthday Wishes. Today, oh, well, thank you to very, everybody. Very sweet. So um, here's the question. Now, Progressive Breakfast continuing with Mark. He's already had his apple cinnamon bread. I have. I yeah. have, and it was great. So, so now um, I thought we would proceed into 7 o'clock hour with sausage balls. Oh, lovely. Or we could do your hash browns and your omelet in the seven o'clock hour Oh, geez what a dilemma i know decisions decisions <laughs> although colt's planning on you doing this the hash browns and other things at eight o'clock because he wants because i think he wants to partake um of the other well there's oh, plenty of, of this? sausage okay. balls oh okay yeah so whatever um i don't
2: know yeah i see you brought a grill in over there
1: i did i'm doing your omelet and your hash browns on that and your sausage
2: okay let's let's do that next the I omelet think. yeah okay let's do the omelet next all right in the next hour
1: very good colt you better come on then if you want something <laughs> fresh you have to like come on up in here uh, well you
2: know he's he's pulling double duty running his business and and he and peggy are raising that little beautiful little puppy right he sent me a a, a picture um of the dog yesterday and i go oh gosh my goodness gracious on his back let me rub my belly <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh goodness so it's 655 uh we'll have some more of the anxiety comedian comedian uh dealing with anxiety uh dealing with um, <laughs> his his therapist let's see uh oh he goes all over the board just different well
1: that'll be fun camera
2: angles of anxiety from a lighthearted. Standpoint. So uh,
1: we got a text in, and, and she said don't mention it on the air because she doesn't want to give people uh, stupid ideas. But I I, don't, I really think I know what's going on with this one. So I, I think it's safe to kind of talk about it. She said, have you heard anything about people driving at night without headlights on? Mm-hmm. Uh, had a friend come over for dinner last night. She came down 1.30 and followed behind a car a number of miles with no headlights Uh, and said there were a number of cars behind her. They were all creeping along um, until it turned on Johns Creek Road and was almost hit by another car. Again, no headlights. All right, so here's the thing. This is a problem with new cars. And I had this with my Subaru, Mm -hmm. even. If you don't have a car that the lights come on automatically, some of these cars have super bright running lights. Right. And people think they have their headlights on.
2: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. They they're think they're lights. just...
1: They, especially if you're in an area where there's any overhead lighting at all. Right. I can't tell you how many times I got pulled over. Huh. Uh, and I didn't realize I didn't have my headlights on. Right. I just had... It was just the running lights. So I'll bet you that's that's what's going on. Well, I will say on. this.
2: Uh, you know, when it comes to gangs in, in the city, that flashing your lights, if, if you see just be very careful if you see a car with no headlights on like what we're talking about that you flash your lights cuz in in gangland that means something so really just, just keep driving yeah
1: cuz no, normally you would do that to, to warn people them. you don't have your lights on right. you know you need to or if there's like an accident or something I'll right. I'll flash flash the lights and you
2: know here's the thing people will figure it out once they get out of the so heavily lit areas where all the street lights are on Mm -hmm. you know once they then they'll realize oh gosh my lights aren't on right so if it's something that's not nefarious
1: they'll figure it out but i but i know what susan's saying because occasionally you'll have just these stupid challenges right that people will want to do oh anymore um so it is hard to it is hard to tell but the latest stupid tiktok thing is and we're going to
2: talk about that next hour something about People swooning over Osama bin Laden and a letter he wrote to America. That's gone viral.
1: Ridiculous. It's so crazy, the stuff that's going on out there. Uh, Liz is wishing you a happy, happy birthday, Mark. Have a wonderful day and a blessed upcoming year. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So if you guys want to send in a birthday wish to Mark, you can text it in 2480704 434 area code, or you can give him a call and Talk to him that way, okay. 866-916-3776. It is the morning jam,
2: uh, 6.58, about a minute and a half. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Mark. Happy birthday
3: to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Trucker Bob, hey, this this, is, thank you.
3: Yes. Uh, Janet, I am so glad you brought that, that subject up about the lights. Yeah. Because it irritates the snot out I of me mean, as a truck driver. <laughs> right. Is the car will have their headlights on, but unless they turn the switch on, their taillights don't come on
2: oh not good
3: yeah not and if you bad. got a dark car like a gray or a black it blends in with the
1: road and you come up
3: on them real quick without even realizing it
2: yeah
1: uh, don't you think that's part of it though that the running lights people think their lights are on because the running lights are on oh, yeah, yeah yeah
3: yeah because they have headlights and dash lights yes. So they don't,
1: to, they don't have the tail lights yeah so, the so they think they're okay yeah yeah yeah, I think that's what's going on too. So you guys be careful out there. Make sure your lights are on. Watch for the deer. Oh, there's absolutely. a lot of those out. Oh yeah. Right.
3: At the at the by the way at the crest at the crest of uh, Oxford Furnace here, coming west. Uh, there's a deer right on the zipper line. Oh, oh man. boy. Always. It, it's a big it's a big deer too. So if, if you're not careful, you come right up on it. Okay. So it's dead. It's and zipper z-
2: so. zipper line meaning the broken line in the middle. Yeah. The, the, yeah the Dang, I way. still got a little yeah. bit of that CB radio stuff in my brain. Yeah, yeah you do. Buddy.
1: Oh, I'd love to keep talking, but I have to go make breakfast.
2: Yeah, Janet's going to make <laughs> me breakfast.
1: <laughs> Be right there. What's the <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Trucker Bob. God bless you. 7 o'clock, CBS News is next.